Hello, everyone, and welcome to Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is season two, episode 27. And this program is brought to you by the Ground Round Restaurant. And here is a commercial from 1981. Looking for a great place to eat and drink? How's the Ground Round sound? And listen to this. For a limited time, a tender USDA choice top sirloin steak with steak fries, onion rings, and Texas toast is just $3.99. Imagine a steak dinner for just $3.99 with great specials like these. The ground round. (laughs) Sounds good to anyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, We I am back, and I hope you enjoyed that commercial from Ground Round Restaurant. Uh, I will be talking about that restaurant in this episode. Plus, coming up, I will be talking about the sneak previews that aired on WTTW-TV Channel 11. And let's see, we have uh, talk a little about McDade and Company. And last, we will talk about on-TV subscription television. That should be a lot of fun. First, we'll start off a ground round restaurant. Uh, I posted a photo of uh, of the restaurant, and it was from the Glenview uh, Historical uh, Society, and uh, I credited, of course, uh, the photo on my Facebook page on Fan Chicago Land, and uh, it was located on lakes on the northeast corner of Lake Street and Waukegan Road in Glenview. And uh, when I posted that uh, a few days ago, uh, people loved seeing the loved seeing the photo because they remembered it fondly uh, during the seventies and early eighties. A uh, couple locations I can think of on the top of the head. Uh, there was one in Norwich on Harlem Avenue. Uh, probably near Harlem Irving Plaza. And the other one was at 87th and Cicero. And that was uh, right in the border of Oakland, hometown, and Chicago. Uh, I lived nearby that area. I never went to that restaurant at all. But I remember the commercials and people from my old neighborhood talking about it. And uh, they mentioned... Uh, a few things about that was well remembered. Uh, it was they hosted children's parties. They showed uh, silent movies and cartoons on a big screen, and uh, they had a clown. They had a mascot. His name was Bingo the Clown. I don't know if Bingo the Clown was in Chicago or could be elsewhere in, in the United States. And uh, they passed out uh, peanuts. Uh, you know, shelled peanuts where you can just, uh, you know, break them and then you just throw the the, the shells on the floor. And uh, that, that, that sort of thing, a lot of people remembered. And uh, 
And uh, as the food, I don't know how the food was. I'm sure it was delicious. Uh, I've heard one guy on Facebook said, oh, the hamburgers were great. They were wonderful. And I have a menu of the ground round up in front of me. Let's see what they had. Uh, Of course, they had... uh, they had the ground round junior. That was a hamburger. They had steak sandwich. Uh, they had jumbo frankfurters, hot dogs, of course. Uh, they had children's special, the side dishes. You know, ooh, tasty stuff. Uh, fried chicken. Uh, they had soft drinks by the pitcher. Uh, also, I'm sure they served beer there, of course. Uh, they had happy hour. You know, uh, pitchers of Budweiser, and. Uh, so uh, according to some people, that's still that restaurant's still around. Uh, I don't know if it's the same as when I was growing up, but uh, last I heard, there was one in Wisconsin. And uh, according to some sources, there are about fifteen locations left. So we'll see. I, I don't know if he'll come back in Chicago. Well, we'll see about that. So that's uh, enough about for the ground round restaurant. And now we will talk about. Uh, the TV program Sneak Previews that aired on WTTW Channel 11 in Chicago. And uh, originally it's, it, it, it uh, premiered on September 4th, 1975, but this was not called Sneak Previews. It was called Opening Soon in the Theater Near You. And that last, and it started for about two seasons before they changed it to sneak previews. Uh, I think that started about 1977. And the uh, the stars of the show were two film critics from two Chicago newspapers. One was Roger Ebert from the Chicago Sun-Times and Gene Siskel from the Chicago Tribune. And uh, you, the, those two guys were competitors. They were rivals, but, you know, they had mutual respect to each other. Which is very nice, and uh, I did, I started watching the show probably in the late seventies, maybe around uh, 79, 78, 79, when I was a teenager at Bogan High School. And uh, once I started watching it, uh, you know, you were just uh, you were amazed what they were saying, you know. And they picked a they picked a movie, some movies that were out, uh, you know, you know, out in the theaters. And uh, Gene Siskel would say, I love this movie, but Roger Ebert would disagree. I hate it. It was awful. It was trash. And then I would like to get into little tiffs, which was hilarious, you know. But, uh, you know, it was fun to watch them like that. But, you know, they they seemed very smart guys. They knew what they were talking about. And uh, there were times that they didn't like a movie that I love and I disagreed with them. You know, I felt a little, you know, I felt a little... uh, grudge against them but that's okay you know everyone's a tour of their own opinion that's so uh sneak previews uh ran on pbs uh for uh, a few years but then i remember it changed to uh at the movies and uh that started at um 1982, and they changed that, and that was syndicated, so it was on commercial TV. Uh, I think I remember it was on Channel 2, on WBM Channel 2, and then uh, it aired on WG. I think it aired in WGN for a while. I'm not sure, because they switched so many times. 
so uh yeah it was a fun show to watch and uh let's see what do i remember uh they had uh, they had a dog with them i forgot his name you know they had a dog uh, and, oh yeah i'm sorry here you go the dog was called his name was spot the wonder dog and uh they also had a skunk so they would save the worst movie probably the worst movie of the year or the worst movie that was out there at the time in the the Brasco, but uh he was a real skunk i don't know if you know, those guys were sitting, yeah, the skunk was sitting right in the middle of those two guys. I don't know if the, if he, if, uh, if the skunk disagreed, they would, you know, the skunk would let them have it. <laughs> it would have been funny to see that. And, uh, oh yeah, the, I found out the, the skunk's name, his name was Aroma the Educated Skunk. And they would, uh, so, uh, that show at the movies with Siskel Niebert lasted until 1986. And then they left. And uh, they uh, they started, uh, I think they started another show together. Let's see, I could look it up. Yeah, they, they, they started in 1986 and they call it at the movies. And then, uh, then Roger Ebert uh, passed away. And then I think uh, Richard Roper took over, and then he left, and then uh, there were other hosts. And that show lasted until about uh, about uh, 2010. So that was the end of that. And uh, I miss it. You still find you, uh, clips on YouTube of uh, Cisco Niebert, and they're fun to watch. They really are. You know, there there are two great men in in Chicago, and. Uh, also, I remember when the Oscars were on, and uh, I usually watch uh, Oscars aired on Channel 7 on WLS-TV, and Roger Ebert was at Hollywood, and we, he would review the, the show. Usually, he didn't like it, but uh, he, he also reviewed the which uh, films were nominated and which films won the Oscar, and sometimes he disagreed that that film shouldn't won, that actor should have won you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, that, that was, uh, that was a fun show. And, uh, we'll see how it goes. If they bring it back. Okay. Next thing I will talk about is McDade and company, which was a catalog house. Now, um, McDade and company, uh, with the only one I remembered, uh, when I was growing up was located, on 79th Street and Cicero Avenue in Burbank. And um, the original location, I think it was at uh, 715 West 51st Place, 51st Street, excuse me. So that was around, maybe it was located around uh, east of Halstead Street. And there was one also in Oaklawn, around uh, about... uh, Couple blocks east of Central, ninety fifth and Oakland. So uh, McDade, uh, there were other locations. It was at uh, let's see, let's see what we have here. Yeah, it was in Chicago Heights. It was in Westmont, uh, Palatine, Carroll Stream, and Lincolnwood. And uh, let's see if I left something out. No. Okay. the The only memory I have of McDade's is uh, when I was in high school. 
um, I wanted to buy a watch. So uh, one day, uh, my parents and I went to church on Sunday, and we said, and my mom suggested we stop by McDade's and to see some watches. And I said, okay. So, and that was in 1980. Uh, I think I said that before. We went into the store, and then there was one watch that caught my eye, and it was beautiful. It was gold, and uh, I forget, and uh, it was an Omega watch. And you, f- funny enough, I still have the watch, but I changed the, the armband on it. I still have it in my bedroom. So, and that, that's a precious moment and a memory for me. You know, of my parents buying me that watch. It was beautiful. I never wore it to school. I only wore it for when I go to church or to a wedding or, you know, a special occasion. <clears throat> Excuse me. So McDade Catalog House is where you order you order something, and then I think they had a conveyor belt. I don't remember much. It reminds me of service merchandise, which they did have that. And that was located at 87th and Cicero. Uh, just like uh, when I mentioned at the ground round, uh, when I previously said at the border of Oakland, uh, Burbank, and Chicago. And uh, so McDade, uh, the the other memory that most people remember for McDade's is the commercials they aired during the Christmas season, during the holiday season. And they featured an actor named Jed Allen, and he was uh, was a soap opera actor. He died a few years ago. I remember him seeing... Uh, he was famous for his role in the soap opera that's no longer uh, airing called Santa Barbara. He did star in Days of Our Lives, and he was uh, his other famous role was he played uh, the father of Steve Sanders uh, in Beverly Hills 90210, played by Ian Ziering. And uh, the commercials aired for a couple years, and they would say McDade's, and then he would show he would uh, showcase some products. He would hold a product, he would show the price, and you could still find those commercials on YouTube, and they're fun to watch. So that's another cattle. That's another business that's gone. Uh, that, that a lot of people would wish it would come back. And other fun thing about catalog houses or any department store that had catalogs is having an actual catalog, a physical catalog in your hand. And you would just thumb through it, see all the beautiful pictures. And I saw saw a couple of them online from the late 70s and early 80s where all the appliances and uh, uh, all the uh, technological gizmos they had. Oh, things have changed. Things have changed so much. And it's fun to read and fun to look at. Okay. Next thing I will talk about is on TV, uh, television subscription, or subscription television, excuse me. <laughs> so, um, you know, that that service is well-remembered by everyone growing up in, in Chicago. Uh, I re- it, people remember the commercials. They remember uh, when they had it. And... Uh, it was a very exciting thing when it was introduced, and then it uh, flopped after that. So, because uh, technology changed, and and cable entered in the Chicago market around the same time. So, let's uh, read a little history of that. Okay, uh, it started in. It was launched in April 1977, and it was started in Los Angeles. 
And then uh, it spread into other markets. You can read those. Here we go. Uh, then it started, in, you know, like first it started in Los Angeles, then Detroit, Phoenix, uh, Miami, Cincinnati, uh, Chicago, Dallas, Fort Worth, and Portland, Oregon. And uh, there weren't that many markets, so that's amazing uh, for that. So let's see. Uh, I'll read about Chicago's history first. Here we go. And uh, it's it first aired on September 22nd, 1980. I think it started a little earlier, probably 18th or 19th, uh, according to some ads. And uh, then uh, it aired on WSNS Channel 44. And... Uh, it would start airing at seven seven o'clock in the evening, and uh, it aired on the weekends. So I I'm not sure if you know the the schedules have changed like that. So I, I'm not sure. So uh, on TV had uh, some great movies on uh, after when the th- the movies were on in the theater for a little while. Then they uh, broadcast them on, on TV. So, and then uh, that lasted until, let's see, when did it end? Here we go. It uh, it stopped airing on June 30th, 1985. So, a good five years. Really did. So, that's amazing. And I'll tell you how much you ch- uh, they, you, they charge you for it. So... And uh, sometimes at the time it seemed kind of pricey, you know, like that. And uh, here we go. Okay, first they would charge about between forty and fifty dollars installation, and then uh, they charge you from nineteen ninety ninety five to twenty two fifty per month. Depend and uh, then uh, that started in other markets and you know other cities in the United States. But then uh, then Chicago came along, and I'm sure it was the same. So uh, another thing, they started airing Star Wars on, and I heard a lot of people, when they got that, they were excited. And uh, so then uh, another feature they had on TV was Adults Only, and that aired from about the time from like 11 o'clock in the evening till all hours in the night, maybe 3 in the morning. And they are uh, pornographic movies. And uh, from what I heard, th- those movies were edited. They weren't the actual movies until video cassettes came. And then you saw the actual uh, uh, unedited uh, version of the movie. So, uh, and uh, the fun- a couple of funny things about the, about on TV was the equipment, the decoder. And uh, the decoder, you know, it came in a, they had the on TV logo was blue and it came in a black and brown box. So, and a lot of people found ways to descramble the box. Uh, and then uh, they used special equipment or, you know, they hacked into it, which, which what we say now. And uh, so, a lot of people found it hilarious. You know, they uh, they didn't want to pay so much money. You know, 
when they could uh, try to uh, hack it into the system and then they got it for free. And I remember the on-TV program guides. Oh, those were, those were very nice. Uh, you can still find them on eBay or anywhere on the web. And uh, so uh, let's see. For on-TV, uh, it was not a, it was not successful because cable came along. Um, not, not in Chicago. Chicago came, in in the city of Chicago. Cable came in the late eighties. So. In the suburbs, it was introduced, and the first time I saw cable TV was in Oakland, and uh, it was around right before MTV premiered in August of 1981, which will be its 40th anniversary. I will talk about that in a late in a future episode about that. The first time I watched MTV, which is still on, but they don't play music videos. It's another story, so I'll get into that another time. Another another thing uh, about on TV, uh, they introduce another uh, service, and um, that one was called Spectrum. I'm trying to find a. Uh, there we go. Yeah, it was called Spectrum, and that began airing on WFBN Channel 66 on September 29, 1981. But uh, right now it's WGBO. And then now it's a Spanish station, but at the time it was a very low, um, how would you say, low frequency TV station uh, located in Joliet, and uh, that didn't last very long. And then uh, I think it lasted about two, maybe a couple years, and then uh, Spectrum ceased to exist. And then they started airing uh, music videos for about one year. I'll talk about Channel sixty six another time. To go into more detail, also at the same time they had uh, Sports Vision, and Sports Vision. Um, that yeah, I'm trying to find some information about that, you know, because a lot of people remember that they they love Sports Vision, and uh, let's see. So Sports Vision started. Oh, so it was called Sports Channel, Chicago. I think. No, it's... And then, uh, yes, it started... A sports Channel Chicago started the same... Uh, it started in 1981. And then they renamed it Sports Vision. And uh, that lasted for a long time. And then uh, there's a lot of history about that. So maybe I'll talk about that in another time to go into more detail. That. So as for on TV, you know, it, it was very memorable. And it's it was funny that people said, "Oh yeah, we had this in our house," and then we, you know, hacked into it and we descrambled and we watched movies and we watched the porno movies, you know. And uh, if you didn't have the service uh, on your television, you had that big squiggly line in the middle. And then if you had to hear what it, you, had to, you had to turn the volume all the way up to hear uh, the sound. And you could barely hear it. You barely hear it. One time, my brother did that. He uh, turned up the. He was watching uh, on TV, just testing it, and he turned up the volume. And all of a sudden, they they did a station break, and the announcer of WNS goes, "This is WSNS TV forty four Chicago." And he says so loud, but you see, my brother was watching in the middle of the night, and he almost woke up the house, <laughs> which was hilarious, you know. 
And uh, he's never, I have never forgotten that. He hasn't either, so it was fun. So uh, I could say more about on TV, but I can say that on a future episode. So that's all I remember from that. Okay, so that'll be all for the show today. Uh, I'm glad you joined me. This is Picostanis, and this is Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. Uh, episode 27, season two. And I hope you can join me for my next episode. Hopefully I'll have one uh, in a couple days. Uh, I didn't have, uh, I'm sorry for the delay. I usually have it on Tuesdays, but uh, something came up, so I couldn't do the episode. So bye-bye now for me, and take it away, Ray Rayner. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye.